right, so let's take a look to see what's happening in the markets today. And today is Tuesday, June 15th. We're doing it so that you know what's going on. And with me in the studio is my head coach, Mark Hodge. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Marcus. Well, looking at the markets, uh, let's start with yesterday, because yesterday both the S&P 500 and also the Nasdaq uh, made new record highs. So that's good, I guess. <laughs> Waiting for yeah. the first meeting. And uh, the, the path of least resistance seems to be going up. The Dow um, actually closed a little bit lower yesterday, but uh, both S&P and Nasdaq, I mean, this year is pretty impressive, the, the rebound from Nasdaq this year, well, over the past couple of months. Yeah, and that's tied to the 10-year yield. 10-year yield on Friday made three-month lows. Uh, so with the yield coming down a little bit, interest rates not putting that pressure on growth stocks, we've seen uh, that shift back to growth stocks. That's driving the NASDAQ higher. So uh, without any other, you know, potential news out there uh, interfering with that move, NASDAQ drifting higher, closing at a record high ahead of uh, the Fed statement this week. Yeah, but this morning we had uh, quite a few news coming out this morning. So several major economic reports. Let's run through these. Yeah, so we had PPI data, and uh, this is the producer price index. And uh, for the last 12 months, the PPI is up 6.6%, which is the largest increase in this, uh, you know, in the PPI history. It was first recorded uh, back in November of 2010. So it's not a uh, something that's been tracked for for you know decades, but uh, it's the biggest increase uh, that that we've seen uh, yeah, individually. Just to put it in perspective, so last week we talked about the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, and here now we are talking about the PPI, the Producer Price Index, and this measures how prices have increased for producers. And I mean, obviously, eventually they will pass this on to the consumer. So this is kind of an an early gauge to see what is happening, what we can expect next month when the CPI report is being released. So th this basically means inflation is still heating up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for the month of May, PPI was up 0.8% uh, versus a forecast of 0.5%, uh, core PPI 0.7% versus 0.5%. So bottom line prices are increasing for producers and consumers and that's trickling down and like you said it could be a you know uh forewarning of things to come so let's see yeah. what the fed says and then we also had retail sales being released and retail sales uh, came in weaker than expected right yeah this has been interesting because uh retail was pretty good uh, early on this year and even in retail earnings we saw a lot of positive earnings from retail uh but a, a bit of a disappointment core retail sales down uh 0.7 versus a, a forecast of an increase of 0.4 percent so uh, some disappointing retail sales numbers Right. And uh, so let's see uh, how the market is reacting to this. Uh, I want to switch over to uh, let's just go to the S&P 500 and a five minute chart. And uh, so the initial reaction, as expected, is to the downside. So this year, a five minute chart, but not a whole lot, not a whole lot. 
Yeah, just, you know, markets are really flat right now heading into the open. Uh, so futures not doing a whole lot. And again, I, I think the key right now is just how is the Fed going to interpret this, right? Uh, the Fed statement tomorrow, the, the Fed is not expected to raise interest rates, but the the real key here is wording and if they're going to discuss tapering and, and whether they're addressing the rise in prices and inflation or if they're just going to kind of shrug it off. Yeah, and this is where, uh, I mean, yesterday, Paul, Paul Tudor Jones, I mean, he's a billionaire hedge fund manager. And he said that uh, this Fed meeting could be the most important Fed meeting in uh, the career of Chairman uh, Jerome Powell. And because he said, if the Fed ignores inflation and doesn't address it, exactly what you said, he would go all in on inflation trades and buying gold and buying Bitcoin and buying commodities like crazy. So, I mean, he said the Fed has to address it, that we have still inflation and that this might not be just transitory as they insisted on. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a, a tough spot to be in because you don't want to rock the boat and you want to really, you know, see the data tell you that this is something that needs to be worried about. Of course, there's supply chain issues, you know, there there's transportation issues, you know, there's there's a shortage of truck drivers, the uh, cargo ships getting into ports in uh, California, Long Beach and Los Angeles. You know, th there's all of these bottlenecks that are taking place. But the question is, is this just a, a shift from the, the you know pandemic world and and some you know minor things that that will uh, resolve themselves over time, or is this a major issue that the Fed needs to? take care of right now before it gets worse. Yeah, I, I want to look at a few commodities here because we just talked about in Paul Tudor. So Jones says, I will go all in on commodities. Here, I, I'm bringing up lumber because, uh, I mean, lumber prices are now below a thousand for the first time since March. So we, we know that lumber has been soaring, adding, what, $36,000 to the cost of a new home. Uh, but now they are down uh, 40%. Uh, since since May's record high here, which was at 1700. So, I mean, this means lumber is going down. Let's take a look at a few other commodities here. Just want to uh, look at uh, at corn. Uh, corn still pretty high. Uh, what else? Soybeans uh, was another one that was actually pretty high. Uh, it's, it's coming down. So it yeah. seems that commodity prices are decreasing. I mean, the biggest one here uh, being lumber. And that's, I mean, that's a good sign because that's a big drop from where we were before. Uh, you know, when you have $36,000 you know, added to the cost of a new home just because of, of wood, <laughs> that, that that's a big deal. But that, that drop is a good sign. Um, I know my pool guy, he uh, raised prices on, on me for the first time uh, because of the chlorine shortage. Yeah, but then right. again, there, if there's a chlorine, you know, fire at a, a plant in Louisiana that supplies like 70% of uh, all, all chlorine for the country, that is another issue, right? Yeah. So we'll see. But let's, let's also take a look at crude oil prices. And I'm switching to a weekly chart here because uh, crude oil prices, uh, I mean, they hit the highest level in more than two years yesterday. Uh, so yesterday they were trading, uh, what, definitely trading above 70s very solid here 
and uh, as we can see uh, last May uh, last when was it uh, May uh, well actually April uh, when crude oil went uh, negative crude oil futures here <laughs> for a moment this is why we have this weird blip uh, but ever since they have been increasing as we can say so higher demand still lower output for crude oil prices and I mean crude oil prices they will actually drive production costs higher right I mean these are energy prices they will but at the same time OPEC wants to just pump out some crude oil so I think that that could be that could change pretty quickly we'll see we'll see I mean yeah. this this bounce or this rally in crude oil is no surprise to me uh oh, no no of course I mean the pandemic yeah, I, I think the, the TSA said at, uh, at airports last week or over the weekend, they had the highest number of travelers uh, with two million screened in a day. So, I mean, travel demand is back. Uh, yeah. People are now commun uh, commuting to their offices again. I mean, more and more offices are open. Big companies have said, OK, come back to offices. Some said don't, but most companies do. So, yeah, I mean, no surprise there. No surprise there that uh, we have higher crude oil price. Let's see if the, the OPEC can uh, stabilize it here, maybe around what, 70 to 80, which would be pretty healthy. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a look at uh, some individual stocks. Uh, Got to talk about AMC. I want to see what uh, AMC is doing today uh, because today is officially AMC day. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but there is a hashtag that says AMC day. Have you heard about this? Does this I mean that not. everybody is supposed to buy AMC? <laughs> I have not heard of this day. <laughs> yeah, uh, so there's a hashtag AMC day. So AMC yesterday, uh, another big day, 15% uh, up. This morning up 3%. So this is still supposed to go to the moon to 100,000 per share. <laughs> we shall see. What are the other meme stops doing? Uh, just, well, just curious. So let's take a look at GME. Okay, GameStop yesterday down. So GameStop, um, not too hot right now. BlackBerry also yesterday down a percent yeah. this morning, uh, down pre-market. Uh, what was the other one? Clover that re recently popped up. Oops, also down two and a half percent. And uh, then what, what else did we have? Oh, Clean Energy, uh, CLNE. Uh, also yesterday only up three percent. This morning up six percent. It seems that the focus is now AMC. Yep. So yep, back, to, back to that. All right. Any other stocks that are moving this morning? Vroom, ticker VRM, is moving. Uh, last I saw it, it was down more than 6% pre-market. Uh, this is because they say that they have plans to offer $500 million in convertible senior notes. Uh, this is a used vehicle platform. And uh, when a company offers convertible senior notes, it's to, uh, to raise money uh, uh, easily when they might not have the credit to do so in other fashions. And um, it, it also means that those people who are buying those convertible bonds can convert it to stock shares down the road. So that would delete the shares. So that makes sense that they're yeah, dropping on that. By, by the way, I, I recently heard that the average car in the US is now 12.1 years old. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, Interesting, because we, we have uh, talked about this. I mean, <clears throat> used car prices have gone through the roof. It's almost impossible to get a rental car anywhere. Uh, there's this uh, this private company, Turo. Have you heard about it? It's like Airbnb for cars. 
So it's an yeah. app on your phone and this is how you can rent cars. And I mean, they are booming right now where people are renting out their own private cars because it's so expensive to rent a car anywhere. Yeah. It's almost impossible. The rental companies are in a bit of a pickle. They, you know, they don't have the cars to, to rent. And so in some places you're looking at $500 a day for a car. <laughs> uh, that is crazy. crazy. That is crazy. All right. Any other stocks that moved this morning? Uh, let's see there sage therapeutics. This was interesting. I, I didn't look into this too much, but the ticker SAGE, they were down over 10%. And it's interesting because they say that their experimental depression drug treatment resulted in significant improvement in symptoms. So there, there must have been something that uh, investors didn't like with that statement because you would think yeah, that that would be. I, I looked into this because it says that uh, it usually takes uh, four to six weeks before this drug kicks in. So it's not very effective right away. Okay. Uh, and uh, there was also something else. So it was like, okay, they have released a depression drug, but it's not what everybody expected. I mean, here's what we're expecting with drugs, right? I mean, it's like ibuprofen, you pop a pill and you're feeling better. And here when they say, well, you, you got to pop pills for four to six weeks and then maybe you're feeling better. So this is why uh, investors are saying, Argh! That's not what we wanted to hear. <laughs> possibly, possibly. Okay. Anyhow, hey, we have to jump over into our mastermind uh, Zoom meeting because we are trading with our mastermind live the whole week. I <laughs> hope you enjoyed this. This quick stock market update so that you know what is going on in the markets right now, what investors are focusing on. If you like this, give us a like. And if you want to see us again, click on subscribe, hit the little notification bell because this way you get notified whenever we go live. Okay, have a great rest of your day. Happy trading, everybody.